Joe Siddle. Tom Crawford. Holy Mackinac, you're listening to Win City Sports. What up, everyone, and welcome back to the Win City Sports Podcast, Windsor's only local sports podcast presented by Amateur Chevy Buick GMC. My name is Drake Amore, and I'm your host for the Win City Sports Podcast every Monday on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and anywhere podcast is found. Weekly featuring interviews with local athletes, coaches, entrepreneurs, and more, and as well as getting you caught up with local sports news, completely local is Win City Sports. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at WinCity underscore sports. We have a good social media presence as well as on YouTube, Reddit, anywhere. Search up Win City Sports and we are easy to find. W-I-N. C-I-T-Y is all one word, after almost six years going strong here on the podcast and formerly on the Radio Waves. But anyway, today is May 9th, 2022, and it's episode 254 of Win City Sports. We have a stellar interview coming up for you this week on Win City Sports with Bellator's flyweight fighter, the Rose City Phoenix, from right here in Windsor. Randy Field. She's going to be joining us on the show in a little bit. Talk about growing up in Windsor, her MMA career, and of course coming off a big win in Bellator 279 sorry, in Hawaii. So lots to talk about with Randy. We're going to get you caught up at the, at the latter half of the show with the Windsor Spitfires as I'm recording the day before. Uh, the game two of the series uh, with the Kitchener Rangers is ongoing right now. Kick things off on Saturday with a 6-5 to five win, a close game. We'll get into that later on in the show on the following our, our uh, interview, actually. Also going to talk about the Lakeshore Canadians being in the Schmaltz Cup round robin right now. Uh, Leamington Flyers in the playoffs. Windsor Express getting ready to start the playoffs before their final home game of the season this Friday. That will be at the top of the show. And as well, whatever else we can gather up to chat about in regards to hashtag Windsor Sports, Windsor Essex Sports. But before we get into all that, I got to tell you about our sponsor, the official sponsor of the Wind City Sports Podcast and the annual Edge Ovenoski Golf Tournament at Point West, which will be coming up this summer. That's Amherstburg Chevy Buick GMC, located on Sandwich Street South in Amherstburg. Find the vehicle that's right for you at Amherstburg Chevy Buick GMC. Value your trade, get financing, and service specialists all available. Buying a new or pre-owned vehicle has never been this easy. Head over to Amherstburg Chevy Buick GMC or AmherstburgGM.com to find out how. They believe in customer satisfaction and try to make it their mission that each and every customer is happy with their service, their vehicles, and more. The credit experts down at Amherstburg Chevy Buick GMC can help you provide a niche financing option to suit your needs. To speed things up, just fill out a secure financing application online and get in touch. This will also help you get pre-approved for financing, making it easier than ever for you to shop for your desired Chevy, Buick, or GMC vehicle. That's Amherstburg Chevy Buick GMC on Sandwich Street South in Amherstburg, serving the entire county of Windsor-Essex. And again, check them out on AmherstburgGM.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about our Windsor Express basketball team of the NBL of Canada, National Basketball League of Canada, uh, sporting an impressive 7-16 and 16 record so far, the Windsor Express. have one more game left to complete, and it's a postponed matchup from early March, if you had tickets to that one against the Sudbury Five. That will be this Friday, and it will be our last regular uh, season game before playoffs begin on Sunday in London. Windsor is set to face off against the best team in the league, the London Lightning. But that being said, 
It's not that they haven't beat them before. They did beat every team in the league this year, although they are not sporting a, a good record. Uh, they have established a well, well-established well roster. And let's see what they can do. This, this year is interesting. Uh, anyone could really win this, obviously. Windsor's pitted against the best team, but it's proven that they can battle with them. They can beat them. Uh, last few games have been very close with that. All of their games have been close with everybody, but uh, not getting blown out. Never really gotten blown out at all this year. They just had a, an incredibly terrible losing streak and uh, have now started to click together. And uh, thankful for a second season, uh, as Bill Jones, head coach, said this past Friday as they picked up another nail-biting win over the Kitchener-Waterloo Titans, the first uh, time that they beat the Titans this year, the last team in the NBL that they didn't beat. If you're familiar, they did do interleague games with the Basketball League, TBL, over in the States. So they did play some additional games rather than just the same four teams. But again, setting off this Sunday, the Kitchener-Waterloo Titans will take on Sudbury 5, who we will see in Windsor this Friday. And playoffs begin both series. So it's two series, you know, four teams, uh, semifinal and a final. Both series, best of five. Kicking things off, two at home in London. We have at least one in Windsor. Uh, The official uh, schedule, I don't think, has been released, but I would anticipate that game to be on Thursday or Friday probably Friday at the WFC Center. And more, more to uh, stay tuned on that on our social media. But that being said, the Express have a chance to make a push here. We will see what they do and how they click. Uh, obviously, a lot of talent on that team. It's just how will they play together. they got to stay composed. they got to stay comfortable, come out with a hot start, especially against this London Lightning team, who at one point was 11-0 to start the, the season. So um, it's going to be a challenge for sure. And it's the same to say with the Windsor Spitfires as... We'll talk about at the latter half of the show following our interview with the Rose City Phoenix, Randy Field, which will be starting in just a few minutes. But uh, they're currently playing game two right now against the Kitchener Rangers. Second round, we'll get you caught up with that. They did win game one, six to five, in a close game back and forth. Break that down just a little bit as I, I got to attend it um, on Saturday. So Express game Friday, Spitz game Saturday and uh, at home today for the Leafs game and for Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day, uh, belated Mother's Day as this comes out the day after to everyone. And speaking of which, we have a mother on the show as she'll talk a little bit about. And that is the Rose City Phoenix, Randy Field. Here we go. All right. So now joined by another resident MMA fighter here in Windsor. Signed to Bellator MMA and sporting a 3-1 and professional record. And coming off a big win recently is the Rose City Phoenix. Randy Field, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. So again, as we mentioned, we can't uh, can't skip over coming off this big finish in Hawaii recently. I'm sure that had to have been a great feeling just to get the win, right? Yeah, it was a great feeling, especially after, you know, you drill something over and over again. The first time it failed. Mm-hmm. And then the second time I was like, you know, I I know what to do. I did this over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sweet, and we'll we'll probably get into it too. But obviously, a beautiful finish, and uh, getting your blue belt uh, just after that too probably had a lot to do with it, right? Oh my gosh, yeah, that was that was awesome. You know, like I've done a lot of one on one training for my jujitsu. Um, I haven't put the gi on, but you know, like oh yeah, it takes a lot of time, and you know, for us, we're trying to like fast track everything because I started so late in life, so yeah. I get it. I mean, you're doing MMA, right? So obviously more focusing on no gi would be a little more beneficial and maybe more practical, right? Yep. 
All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, it was a little bit, bit of a last minute thing for you as well, too, right? Just, Unless they didn't tell me that. I, I thought that that was the case, but uh, obviously a, a long training camp thing going into it. No, they, uh, yeah, they, I mean, I didn't really have, I wasn't matched up with her. I feel like until maybe five weeks before. Okay. Um, it was like a thing that we were trying to find somebody for me. Wow. Uh, a couple, couple girls said no. And then um, I remember they sent me like three names and Mariah was the last one that I wanted to fight. <laughs> I was like, she's scrappy as hell. But uh, that ended up being the fight. And, you know, like for me, like I, I work hard enough. Like it's, it's obviously attainable. So I'm, it went well. Oh, obviously. Yeah. And I mean, any challenge is a challenge, right? And in this game, still early on, as you mentioned, or as we talked about, three and one, at least into the pro uh, pro ranks of it. Obviously, we've seen you fight here, but being able to fight in Hawaii and then, you know, spend some time before and after there, uh, just that, just before your birthday as well. So I got to stick around and spend some time there. It must have been really cool, right? Oh, it was amazing. Amazing. The whole experience was just like uh, eye opening. And, you know, I just, I'm so grateful. Like, I'm so grateful for my life. <laughs> Yeah. Again, this is the things that you get out of uh, out of what you do, right? And we'll talk probably about training and, and traveling around the world and being able to do so through the sport. But again, it all kind of started here. All the roads kind of lead back to Windsor. And, um, you know, how did it all start for you? As you said, it was kind of a late start, late bloomer, at least in regards to the combat sport uh, realm. So were you always into it or how did it come to be? Now, when I was a kid, um, I did judo for seven years. Um, but then I got into high school and then, you know, I started getting bullied and then I started hanging out with the wrong crowd and I just completely lost that. And then, um, again, when I was 24, I'd say I probably, I hit my rock bottom and, um, just kind of stumbled into, um, a MMA gym. And one of the coaches there ended up picking me up, um, Manny and, he saw something in me that nobody else could see. And um, I'm really grateful that he did do that because, you know, if he would have listened and told people that I like listened to what people said when they said I was troubled and not to work with me, you know, we never would have discovered what my potential really was. Um, so, yeah, I, when I started, I like six months into training, I had my first boxing match and then I did a tournament and then we did an MMA show um, in 2015, um, that went very well. Um, I won by TKO in round one. And then, um, there was, uh, I remember we had another amateur fight here and, oh my God, I was just lighting this girl up. And then I didn't have enough ground game at the time. So, you know, I took her down, thought I was going to ground and pound, you go nuts for the crowd. You let them like in what you're doing and then all of a sudden my back got taken so then we started focusing more on the jiu-jitsu and then you know wrestling is something I'm actually really good at but I just don't do it in my fights and I don't know if it's because I'm old and I'm scared of hurting myself but yeah um yeah it's it's really like it's unwinded very nicely and I'm I'm a part of three amazing gyms. I got hybrid training Academy, which is local. I have Michigan top team just across the border. And then I have a CSA gym, which is in California. So I have three gyms behind me, which, um, they've all helped develop who I am today. That's cool. And it's crazy how the, the connections can, can be throughout the entire world and kind of all lead back to home too. You know, just, again, it all started with stepping into a, a gym, an MMA gym in Windsor. And then it leads you to California and Hawaii and all these places down the road, right? So obviously the connections are everything. 
Yeah, exactly. Yep. Well, um, so, you know, I was going to mention that too, you know, obviously a lot of different disciplines within MMA and a lot of uh, different places to do that. So, you know, I wanted to talk about the different places and, and training partners and, and uh, trainers that you have. And, you know, you talked about it between HTA and you were at MTC as well. So a lot of people probably to, to give accolades to, but as you mentioned right now, um, training between a few different clubs, what's kind of, I guess, the, the regular week like? Are you going over to Michigan a lot and getting down to California whenever you can, or how does that all work for you? Yeah, just like during fighting camps, I try and go like my first one in uh, Phoenix. I went to, I went to California um, twice, so for three weeks in total. Um, and then for this one, I went there for 10 days. It was a little bit like the fight the flight, the, sorry, the fight was last minute. So, um, I only had two weeks down there. Um, I stayed for a coach's clinic, which I met so many people there this time. Um, there's Derek Lewis, his coach, Bob Perez. He was awesome. There's, um, Mao. Uh, he's like Muay Thai. Amazing. Like there were so many different eyes to, to look at me, um, this camp, which was, it was wonderful to meet so many different amazing coaches. Um, coach K is in California, Kieran uh, Fitzgibbons. And then, um, yeah, I have, oh my God, there's so many training partners. Like everybody has put in a little bit of work and, you know, and it was so nice, like fight night, I'm getting messages from all my teammates at all the gyms. And, um, I really, really felt supported. Uh, I try and head over to Michigan top team at least twice a week. Um, it is hard because, you know, we have three kids at home and just trying to make everything work, but we definitely do. Um, and then making sure I get done my strength and conditioning. That was something I, I sacrificed for my last camp because I was trying to gain weight. Um, and I made that huge mistake. I shouldn't have worried about that so much because I, I died that first fight in Bellator. And so, um, yeah, this camp, the camp looked a lot different. I was going to Michigan top team a little bit more. And then also, um, yeah, just doing a lot of cardio. Yeah. And, you know, all those sacrifices and all those different disciplines, that's obviously what it takes to, to get to that stage in the game and, and to be sharp as well. Um, something that we always talk about with the MMA fighters is, you know, uh, being, you know, um, honorable or being committed to your, to your club obviously is huge, but you need to be able to, to get as much beneficial training as possible and maybe bounce around if needed. Right. For sure. All right, yeah. So, um, all right, I guess let's talk a little bit about um, growing up in Windsor, right? So born and raised in Windsor, like what area were you from? What schools you go to? All that kind of stuff, I guess. I actually grew up in South Windsor. Um, I went to St. Gabriel grade school and Holy Names High School. Um, I like as a kid, oh my God, so adventurous. And like, I would just go hop on my bike and I'd be gone until the streetlights came on, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I was like, I liked to skateboard. Um, we would bike, jump off of ramps. We would blow shit up all the time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who, like where our parents were. We were like blowing up axe cans in garages with fire. Like, <laughs> very, like, um, but yeah, I, uh, my parents were awesome when I was younger. And then, you know, eventually um, my parents went through their divorce and it was just like my whole world just like spiraled out of control. It was just like, you know, I don't have the good memories past a certain age. And um, like, you know, you want to say, oh, she grew up in South Windsor and blah, blah, blah. Like we lost our house, you know, like there was a lot of trials and tribulations that, you know, my family went through, 
Um, which is why, like, you know, as a fighter, I am who I am. Like I can take a freaking beating, but I will always come back because that's just what our life has always been, you know, mm-hmm. so, a little bit about me. Yeah. And, you know, we, we, um, obviously that everyone has their own unique story, but, uh, a lot of, a lot of tough people in Windsor. So obviously having that, uh, community pride and stuff has probably helped you a bit as well. Right. It can be rough around here. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's, it's crazy. Again, we talk with so many people, how many, uh, you know, tough fighters or hockey players or football players or whatever have come out of here. And uh, again, just add your name to the list. Have you, were you always involved in a lot of sports, always kind of like a sporty kid or just in the neighborhood? Just definitely just in the neighborhood. Yeah. Like we play, I remember we, we played basketball like every recess, this game called wall ball, which sounds so dangerous when I'm like, looking it up because i'm like i remember playing this but it's like we whipped the balls yeah, at the like wall. wall burner yeah okay. i was like oh, but i like that kind of stuff but i don't think like i'll do everything uh-huh. but i'm not good <laughs> yeah 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 I'm, just, I'm the same way yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah you know I'm good at- people invite you to go you're not going to say no right but <laughs> exactly yeah 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 i never played on any sport i did like track and field that was the only huh. team that i was on Okay. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, in, in any kind of organized sports, it was boxing and MMA is your, is your real experience. I guess judo, as you mentioned too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I did very well when I did judo. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Very, very well. I, my, my mom got a lot of phone calls from like little boys, parents that <laughs> I was like, them and <laughs> yeah, but, sure. um, I wish I never stopped it. Cause you know, like now that I'm so into this, like I wish that I would have, you know, stuck with it but then again you know you see these young fighters who can barely walk because like you know this is a this is a rough sport like i dislocated my thumb yeah oh like it's like something's always happening to us but oh it's so worth it and a lot of a lot of it is worth it but a lot of the the training or sorry the injuries come within training too right so it's just like oh god it's the the worst part of it all oh yeah like and like this is something like you know people don't know like this camp within the five weeks, I had to get three shots of cortisone because like I was reacting everywhere. I'm not going to tell everyone my injuries, but it was like one day I got uh, the cortisone and it went right into my nerve and it felt like there was a blowtorch on my foot for like four hours. So I couldn't walk for a few days. And it's like, you know, people, and it's my fault for reading comments, but like people go online and they talk all their shit. And it's like, I'd love to see your fat ass get in there. And what we do maybe they're not even fat i don't know but it's just rude <laughs> yeah i know for sure and again like that shows just that that stuff right there shows the toughness and and what goes into it you know obviously people watch and and can see the fight but you don't know everything that happens in those five six weeks or months that lead up to it right yep exactly yeah. and you know so we're talking about kind of going back to the beginning and, and growing up here in windsor getting into into the fight game where when you stepped into that that gym was the mentality like, this is a cool thing. I'd like to do MMA. I'd like to fight. Or did it just kind of all start to come to be as you were training? Like, okay, maybe I'll box, maybe I'll grapple kind of thing. I didn't even think of it. I just thought of it. Like I was, I was rough. I, you know, like I've been into a couple street fights before. Like I, I, I just really enjoyed it. It was a great workout, you know, like I was really, um, 
at the time I wasn't really educated on how to work out in a gym. Like I would just go ham on the treadmill or things like that. So this was like a challenge for me, things that I really liked doing. And then, um, eventually Manny had asked me if I was interested in fighting and, you know, it sounds so cool. And you're like, yeah, for sure. I want to fight. And then it was like, the hammer came down. It was like no drinking, no, you know, any recreational smoking. I don't even know, but yeah, like you couldn't, I couldn't do anything. And I was just like, Oh my God. Like, and like my, my life at the time was a lot different than what it is now. So that, that was hard for me. Um, but you know, I just celebrated three years sober. So it's not like a huge thing anymore, but, uh, yeah, it was something that, you know, um, I wasn't getting any younger and I, w- I did have talent in it and, uh, yeah, we just kind of got the ball rolling and yeah. so it all just sparked. You've seen the, you've seen the, the talent, as you mentioned, and, and some passion to, to do this, right? Yep. Yeah, to change uh, it was about changing my life. And, you know, like when you really like, you're starting at a point that you don't want to be here anymore. And now this is like a life that you're like fighting to keep. Like, I want to, I want this life always is awesome mm-hmm. you know and you know a lot of times that can be a metaphor but I guess for yourself pretty literal when you're in the cage right fighting for yourself right yeah yeah that's cool that's cool and we've seen a lot of it too it started a lot of it started here in Windsor a lot of your fights right um and yep. then and then you get the call from from Bellator and, and you end up signing with them uh, just a few years ago so how did that all kind of come to be uh it was just our management team had um told us you know looking at at Invicta we had a voice yeah. Gracie just texted me right now how oh, cool wow. that is freaking amazing <laughs> tell me what up tell me okay so anyways um what were you just saying I just got excited yeah that's cool okay so you weren't expecting that text message or <laughs> no I wasn't that's pretty cool. <laughs> cool I see uh speaking of which I see a lot of uh interesting people commenting on your on your stuff on Instagram as well with uh, some blue check marks and so yeah. I uh, you know people that you know it might be a little taboo but I see a lot I'm, of people commenting check so it looks cool when I comment on people's shit too <laughs> yeah of course yeah of course it's cool to have you on but um we were kind of just talking about um I don't even remember now too because uh crazy texted you but so a lot of it happening here, starting here, you know, we wanted to talk about uh, getting signed to Bellator. Yes, getting signed with Bellator. Yeah, uh, we talked to Invicta as well. Um, and we were just kind of like making a decision. But then, you know, if I got signed with one company, I was going to get shelved for a little bit. And it was like, no, I had to get the the ball rolling. So then we ended up signing with Bellator. Um, I think it was in September. And then I was training for my first. It was the first week of December. And then um, I got my elbow dislocated in practice in October. So um, that sucked. That completely like threw a wrench in. And I honestly think that Bell forgot about me because it was like a year until I was able to compete again. So I go get reconstructive surgery on my elbow. Um, and then when I came back, it was like I got offered a fight. Uh, it was versus Sumiko. And it was like, okay, she just fought four months ago and six months ago. And she's, I watched her fight these girls and she was, she's a, she's tough as hell. And I was like, they're setting me up. And, you know, like I, I had that feeling, um, throughout that whole training camp that it was just like, you know, I'm coming in, even like they have the blue gloves on. You don't feel like they want you to win. So 
like, I don't know. I kind of felt like my mental game was really off that first one. So, and also like my elbow, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. I lost an inch of reach on there, but then, you know, you comp, you figure everything out. Um, but yeah, I, uh, that was, that was crazy getting signed with them so yeah. quickly and just having two fights. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, probably the second biggest MMA promotion in North America. Right. So it's cool to see someone from Windsor to be, you know, in it and signed to it. Right. So, um, yeah. it's very cool to, to see it. I remember when it happened too, it kind of explains a bit. Cause I remember, um, you know, hearing the announcement and then there was a little bit before you had that first fight. So obviously, uh, kind of explained what happened there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, again, so just, it's cool to see someone in it. And obviously it's been a wild ride for you so far from the very beginning to, to today. And it's cool that you could still do all this, travel around the world and still live here in Windsor, still, you know, go home. Like you said, you got three kids at home and, and be a mom and, and um, just live a normal lifestyle outside of this a little bit too, as normal as you probably can make it, right? Yep, yep. That's just as important as everything else, you know, like I have to make sure like everything is just balanced, you know, because you, you do take a lot of time away from the kids. But, you know, afterwards, I'm like, I'm right here. We're we're going to Disneyland. What, what else do you want to do? You know, yeah. So. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Again, then, you know, take advantage of, of everything that you, you get through the sport, too. Right. But again, a lot of people don't realize that. Well, you know, obviously, everyone's just a human being. At the end of the day, you might you might do what some people don't do. But, you know, you have you have a regular lifestyle just like everyone else. Right. My own gas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're a grown ass woman, right? <laughs> I love it. And you're a massage therapist, uh, Monday through Friday, kind of nine to five job. Is that what you're normally doing or? No, no. I, I cut down my hours quite a bit. Like I was going to, um, when I got signed with Bellator, I was going to stop for about a year, um, just so I could focus on my training. Uh, but then I dislocated the elbow. So I was just off anyways, but it was tough because, you know, we didn't have sponsorship, nothing like that coming in. So, um, yeah, I ended up cutting my hours when I came back. So I'm working Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at Elevate Health Boutique. And um, yeah, just I'm not working like the crazy hours I used to work before. Yeah, so. but that's like your that's your job. That's like your, you know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So, you know, it's again, kind of again, part of the whole lifestyle, having a normal, you know, quote unquote, normal job, <laughs> still doing uh, your fighting and, and just yep. living life at home, too. It's cool to to hear these things, tell these stories and love to tell your story here on the show and of course now coming back after that that win and spending some time in Hawaii you just taking some time to chill or are you getting ready for what's next or what might be happening uh, in the future for you yeah I'm just rehabbing right now um and then like I'm still going to the gym I'm still running I'm still lifting a little bit um you know today I did a little round of jujitsu got to practice uh what to do on my back um, that was like some white belt stuff there, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, we're, we, we stay in it always, you know, you want to stay in good shape, of course, um, yeah. but definitely not pressuring myself. If I can't make it to training one day, yeah. I'm not going to the world. So like then, today. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And you know, it's a nice day too. It's, it's mother's day weekend. So take a load off for sure. But, uh, yep. then just wait for the next call and then whatever happens happens with Bellator or is there anything in the works or yeah well I do have two fights left with them so we'll see when those come um I said you know if I could fight in Vegas that would be amazing because oh, yeah. people that would fly out to Vegas for a weekend mm -hmm. you know? 
been it'd be cool to have some people you know this uh this past fight i didn't realize the girl that i fought was from like right around the venue so you know they announced her everyone's like woo you know like i thought we still had the crowd and then they announced my name and it was like you could hear a freaking pin drop in there Mm. i was like that's cool i did not know that so that was like (laughs) you could tell watching it (laughs) yeah (laughs) i was like maybe it was good that i didn't know that she was hometown but maybe yeah because obviously it all worked out and uh, you ruined the show for her so it's all good for you yeah yeah she did a good job she did Um, a good job yeah of course tough fights all everyone is so it's cool again to, to tell your story. We have a lot of MMA fighters from Windsor, or, you know, who have been in, in many uh, high ranks. And uh, it's cool to tell your story and to be part of this group. So thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Yeah, you're welcome. Huge thanks goes out to Randy for taking the time to chat with me for the Wind City Sports podcast. Looking forward to seeing what is next for her. Coming to you during the third period, period of this Toronto Maple Leafs game, not much to... Uh, stick around for but the Windsor Spitfires have just wrapped up their game two of the second round of the Western Conference um, playoffs for the OHL losing to the Kitchener Rangers four to two with an empty net goal two to two after the second period uh, two to one for the Rangers after one so ended up tying it up but uh, making it three two in the third period was too much for the Spitfires to bounce back from Game three is going to be headed up to the Kitchener Rangers home turf at the odd. That will be this Tuesday. And then game four will also be in Kitchener on Thursday. The Spitz will return home. Now official for Saturday's game. Game five at the WFCU Center. I'll catch you there for that one for sure. It's going to be a battle of the series. Um, the Kitchener Rangers last night, I went or Saturday night, went to the game. And they were, you know, they're certainly in this thing. Even though they are the seventh seed in the playoffs playing the number one seed they knocked off the london knights the second seed and of course the juggernaut in the league always so a lot of momentum for them they have some decently skilled players more than decently skilled i should say um and some weapons to look out for and mike uh, Pettizan or whatever how the hell you say his name but um yeah just them knocking off that that second seed team coming into the wfcu on saturday they were the first one to get on the board and if the Spits didn't answer soon and, and answer twice or more, you knew that that could have been the Rangers game. And that's pretty much what happened. Spits fired back from Wyatt Johnson and, and some, some others to make it 2-1. to one. And then it just ran from there. 6-5 uh, to five final, a lot of good goals and, and a chippy game as well. So this is going to be physical. This is going to be intense. And this one's probably going six or seven yet again, like they did with the Sarnia Sting. So it's going to be an interesting uh, couple weeks here in Windsor and Kitchener for this uh, this round. Hopefully see them advance on, obviously being the number one seed in their division. They have a good chance still. I mean, a, a tight game and only down, well, not down at all, tied in the series. Um, they, uh, they definitely have a good chance to win their division, go to the finals. So looking forward to seeing what will happen with the Spitfires going forward. And we're going to have some more hockey news to talk about, but, uh, similar to hockey, I guess, in the sense is the return of lacrosse. Junior B lacrosse is back in Windsor. The Windsor Clippers kick things off in Point Edward on, um, Friday, I think. I don't know. Uh, let me check that for you. But they did have their home opener on Saturday at Forest Glade Arena and played today too. So three games done in the short season. And we'll get you caught up with that right now. All right. So it was Thursday that they kicked things off in Point Edward with a 11 and seven win over them. 
Following that, they went back to the Forest Glade Arena, their home turf, where they've always played. This past Saturday, they beat the Guelph Regals 12-5 in a huge win. And then following that, they played again last night, Sunday the 8th, up in Hamilton, as they defeated the Bengals 8-6. So a tight one there, but 3-0 starting off our season. The Windsor Clippers, glad to see them back, see that sport back. And upcoming this week, they have, had, they have a nice break and will be on the road on Saturday going up to Owen Sound to take on the North Stars this Saturday. And then we'll head up to Guelph on Sunday. Their next home game will be at the Forest Glade Arena taking on the London Blue Devils on Thursday the 19th. They certainly will be a force to reckon with. And speaking of which, another force to rec- reckon with has always been and really is our Lakeshore Canadians out in Bell River, currently in the round robin of the Schmaltz Cup, 2-0 as of last night, Sunday night. So uh, they are gearing up to head up to Guelph this week. They will be taking on Carlton at 5 p.m., a 5 p.m. Dro- dro- puck drop. Oh, my God. Uh, again, that's this Thursday. Um, then they'll have still one more game left in the round robin and see where they place from there. Obviously 2-0 so far, stellar record, and running over some of these teams as well. As this all goes on, the Schmaltz Cup, we also have the Sutherland Cup going on and the Western Finals coming down to the Chatham Maroons and the Leamington Flyers 1-1 one one so far. Leamington taking game one and then last night um, Chatham taking game two. Game three is tonight in Leamington. They welcome the Maroons for a 7-10 puck drop, and you can stream it as well on Hockey TV. So it's all about the hockey news right now. We will wrap it up with a few things, as announced earlier this week. The St. Clair Saints are awarded two OCAA conference championships for the ne- this year next. They will host the baseball championship, OCAA baseball championship, this October, October 20th, 21st, and 22nd, and they get the men's basketball championship in March between the 2nd and the 4th um, after a stellar run from our men's and women's teams. Uh, that being said, they have, uh, I didn't mention, it's the men's basketball championship that will be going down here in March. Um, it's great to have it at home at our premier facility, the Sportsplex, and when the team is at an all-time high in the last God knows how many years. And not to mention that the... CCSA Softball National Championships will also be taking place in October between the 28th and the 30th. So that is fantastic stuff, obviously, for St. Clair Saints. Not a lot of Lancer news right now, but we do anticipate the opening of the Total Lancer Recreation or uh, Sports Facility uh, coming up this year, another new facility in Windsor. So lots coming up. The Westbies are also coming up as well. The Windsor Essex Sports Persons of the Year Awards is hosted by We Digital the first time in two or three years that the event's going down and i'm sure a lot of things will change as the summer approaches the windsor rogues rugby club is back they're playing at ako field um and yeah i guess you know as the the hockey season starts to wrap up playoffs wrap up we'll start to transition into some other stuff but don't forget one more windsor express game this friday before playoffs begin for them but that's all this week on the wind city sports podcast my name is drake demore And thank you for listening to the Win City Sports Podcast, available every Monday, new episodes available every Monday, featuring interviews with local athletes, coaches, entrepreneurs, and more. Randy Field, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me, as well as Darren McCarty last week. We have a lot more good ones coming up. Follow us on social media at WinCity underscore sports on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Give us a like, follow, subscribe, whatever it may be. Give us a review on whatever app you might use for uh, podcasts as we are on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. 
And as well, anywhere, anywhere podcasts are found, you're definitely able to find us. W-I-N-C-I-T-Y is all one word. And you can also follow me, Drake Damore, on Twitter and Instagram, at Drake Damore. But until next time, smell you later.